all right all right welcome to two old guys on the back porch i am steve scotch and as always we have the lovely and talented cat that's c-a-t mixing up the medicine cat what's going on hey y'all how y'all doing we can be found on stitcher spotify amazon podcast audible and google podcast we also can be found on facebook and instagram and today we're going to shout out two of our listeners. One is in Crozet, Virginia, near the Beaver Creek Lake and home of Star Hill Brewery. The other one is Clifton, New Jersey. It's situated in an industrialized area. <coughs> in that area, they make steel, textiles, chemicals, electrical products, plastics, cardboard, and paper products. Giving y'all a big shout out. Right. Of course, alcohol is the magic elixir we crave so much. Now, today I'm rocking a screwdriver. I don't know why I had a some kind of craving for the OJ, so I'm on my third one. And uh, they're going down pretty good. What you got, Kat? I got me a lovely Bay Breeze today. A Bay Breeze. Wow, that sounds sweet just like you. Thanks, Doc. All right, today we're going to discuss when enough is enough, when bands should call it quits, okay? Some of these old cats, they just keep hitting the tour bus when they should just hang it up. And the, the first biggest glaring problem that I see to some of these bands is that the old man cannot sing anymore, okay? The pipes are gone. They're worn out. Vocal cords done. Okay. And why do some of these bands keep playing live shows when the dude cannot sing a note? Of course, because they're getting paid. That's why. I mean, they cannot and will not turn down the money. And the one of the first ones that comes to mind to me is Axl Rose. Okay. Now, now this dude, he couldn't sing worth a shit from the beginning. And Guns N' Roses, I mean, one of the most overrated bands in the history of music. They had one good album, the first one, and you can't even listen, but, but maybe half of that, okay? And then Axel went and spent, I don't know, like 10 years making, uh, was it Chinese Democracy or whatever right. that thing is? I don't know. There's a concert they, they show on, I call it the Axis Channel. If you have DirecTV... It's it's the AXS channel, and they show music stuff on there quite a bit. And, and they've showed this concert, I don't know how many freaking times, and it's Axl Rose in this dog and pony show he calls Guns N' Roses, and it's wretched. I mean, they've got so many effects on his vocals, trying to cover up the fact that he cannot sing a lick. You can't understand one word he says. And... You know, just just stop. Just stop it. End it. Cut it out. The other thing that ticks me off is Tommy Stinson from The Replacements, one of the bands I worship, is playing bass in this garbage. He's standing up there with a suit on playing bass for Axl Rose. I'm like, well, what are you doing? I mean, I understand he's a musician. He wants to get paid. Uh, Westerberg, whatever. There is no replacements anymore. I don't know. The whole thing's a pile of crap. Yes, he needs to check. Now, on a smaller scale, 
there's this band I really like called the Connells from North Carolina. I've seen them since they came out of the gate many, many, many years ago. I've seen the Connells so many times. So me and the wifey went to the National, I don't know, a couple years ago, I guess it was. And the singer had no, I mean, he, he could not say, am I wrong, Ken? He couldn't sing at all. It was wretched. And it was, and it was, it looked painful. It, and one of the lures to me, to the Connells, was the great harmonies and the great singing in this band. But the dude's lost it. Now, he apologized, said he had a cold or whatever. I have no idea. They should have never got up there. But, you know, but when, when the singer has lost it, just, just go away. Nobody wants to hear it. I mean, here's another sign when it's time to quit is when you end up on the fair circuit or the casino circuit. I didn't even know they had a casino circuit uh, with live music till we started going to the MGM National Harbor. And, you know, it's a bunch of crappy bands from the 90s, and Lord knows there was a pile of crappy bands in the 90s that are on this casino circuit. But, I don't know, maybe I'll leave the casino circuit alone, because, what, Bruno Mars has done it? Yeah. Um, Joe Bossom, I can't say his name. If you know who he is, he's a hell. He's, the, the guy's a, just a badass on the guitar. Joe Bossanova, Mossanova, I can't say his name. Anyway, he he does uh, casinos too, so maybe I'll leave them off of that. Now okay. the fair circuit, that's just you're, you're over, bro. Okay, here's my pet peeve. This year, last year, Charlie Watts died, August twenty fourth. Mick and the boys still went on tour September. I mean, hadn't been a month. I mean, there was a photo that went viral of him at the Thirsty Beaver there in Charlotte after their gig there. I mean, you're 78 years old. Has he just got too many baby mamas? He needs it's just classless. Getting, the on thing, the, getting look, out on the tour. I mean, it wasn't even a month. The Rolling Stones are going to keep course, rolling. Of course, they... Continued the no filter tour, the twenty twenty one, you know, to finish out the year. But I mean, did you really need them? I'm I know they're roadies, they're tech guys, they're all There's sorts a lot of, of people. Payroll. payroll, you want to keep going, but when isn't enough money? A lot of people's livelihood depends on these bands getting out there all the time. Sound guys, light guys, drum techs, guitar techs, all that. So. There's a lot more than the guys in the band, you know, income on the line. But, I mean, the Rolling Stones, to me, that was just classless. I mean, that that guy was barely in the ground, and they just, eh, it's... It's time to go on tour. And the Rolling Stones, they suck live anyway. I mean, I've never seen them. I never wanted to. Um, people go see the Stones just to say they oh, went but to see the Stones, stones man. Whatever. They, they were I mean, there's plenty of live shows on television uh, that that you can watch uh, the Rolling Stones live in concert, and, and they're just they're a mess. They're sloppy. I mean, just and I love a pile of Rolling Stones songs. I, I do. There's they have so many songs that I like. But live, it's whatever. Um, you know, another band, ACDC. I mean, Malcolm Young, he died a couple years ago. What did ACDC? Back on the tour bus. I mean, again, it's just totally classless. I, I don't like it. 
I'm not saying, you know, you got to fold up forever, but take a little break or whatever and, and show a little bit of sympathy. I, I don't see any of it. I mean, you know, some some of the bands are still going because they're basically a brand. Um, you know, they're like a company. They, they just keep play, plugging in new members. I mean, there's bands called The Clash, and there's nobody from The Clash in that band. Uh, hell, the Ramones, they're all dead, and the Ramones are playing in a town near you right now. They just throw people in and, and keep the brand going. Uh, it's horrible. It really is, but whatever. You know, some of these over-the-hill bands, they should just stop based on their looks. Did the Temptations ever stop? No, no. That's, they're still going. Geez, that, that will never die <laughs> I mean, again, the the old creepy looking rock star. You know what I'm talking about. It's they've all got this this scarf wrapped around their necks. Um, it's because you know they, they got the wrinkle old. neck. The wrinkle neck is going on. I know. I I've got it. Mine started. I mean, I don't care. Of course. At this house, we call it the Marty Stewart. Yeah, there you go. Marty's been wrapping his neck for a long time. Love Marty Stewart. One of the most talented cats ever to pick up an instrument. Um, he's been rocking that scarf around his neck for about 20 years now. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not in front of the cameras or the on tour or anything, so my wrinkled neck's out here for all to see, but whatever. Just when you see some of these old cats on TV or something or whatever, take notice of it. The neck is covered up. Well, the, it's not because no, well, he's got a hickey. Unfortunately, some of them also have Botox going down, which is not a pretty sight. <sighs> I'm going to tell you what. It's, it, to me, Aerosmith has to be five of the ugliest guys ever to get on stage. I mean, those dudes are hideous, man. Now, they were ugly when they were young. So imagine what it looks like now. Then you got, don't forget Sticks and Foreigner. Oh, gosh. Which are bands always fucking hated. I mean, these losers are still playing. And, and they're just hard to look at. A lot of bot Botox has helped their faces remain, like in this one position, right, for years. Um, here's another band that won't go away: is Leonard Skinnerd. Much respect <laughs> to Leonard Skinnerd. Listened to it all through my teenage years. And, and Johnny Van Zant has done a good job of stepping in uh, to take his brother's spot there after Ronnie and the plane crash. Um, you know, I think they've still got a guitar player or two that maybe original players, but I mean, and that thing's got to stop at some point, or I don't know, maybe it won't. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, it's, you you can fade out with class, okay? I mean, take a look at Rush. Neil Peart died in 2020. Now, they could have got another drummer, but. Getty Lee said no. We're not going to keep going. But then again, I don't know who in the hell you could get to replace Neil Peart, the greatest rock drummer ever. No discussion needed. Okay. Another band that went out with class, one of my favorite bands, REM. I mean, Bill Berry bowed out. No hard feelings. Nobody's mad. They never replaced him. REM did a few more studio albums because, you know, they make music. That's what they do. Um, and, and then they hung it up. So, I don't know. Um, just look. 
the, the bottom line is money. And if these old dudes can find a promoter and keep booking shows, they're not going to lay down. You know, the show goes on even if the show sucks. But uh, I'm not going to see it. All right. Let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right. I know all about this cat because I read a couple books about him. He is Daniel Boone. Born in 1734 from Pennsylvania. Lived to the ripe old age of 86. Now, me and Wifey have stood in front of his tombstone. Uh, we took a roadie to Kentucky. Bourbon few, Trail, gotta go. A couple years ago. He's buried in Frankfort, Kentucky, which is where we were staying. And uh, it's kind of weird because at that time that we were standing in front of Daniel Boone's tombstone. I, I wouldn't know that years later I would read books about him and today be doing a podcast about him. But here we go. Life takes you places you never thought. Uh, he fought off the British, served three terms in the Virginia General Assembly, of course, known for his settlement of Kentucky. Um, of all the things that Daniel Boone was, he was a hunter. And when he went deer hunting, he would be gone for days. When he told the wife he was going hunting, it wasn't like he was going to be back for dinner. Okay. She didn't know when he was coming back I'm or going on if he was trip. coming back. He'd take three horses with him, not to carry supplies, but to bring the deer back. Uh, and listen to this now. A good day for Daniel Boone would be 16 deer. Now, that's not 16 deer for the for the trip or for the season or what. Of course, there was no there was no game in the inland fishery back then. Plus, there was a whole lot more deer around too. <laughs> right, but dude would get mad if he, if his number if he didn't double digit every day, he would get mad. And he'd build a cabin for his family out in the middle of freaking nowhere. And if somebody built a house. Just say within 20 or 30 miles of him, he would get pissed, pack it up, tell Becca we're moving on. We're out of here. They didn't got too close. I mean, that I mean, dude, come on. I mean, that puts a whole new perspective on you and your condo neighbors, right? Well, I don't know. He got captured by Indians. He had many encounters with the Indians, and he lived to tell about it. And that's why Daniel Boone was one tough son of a bitch. Right. The cocktail of the week. Here it is. The Apple Teeny. Now this drink had its heyday in Hollywood, California about 20 years ago. Like, you know, good cocktails are sort of like bands. They're hot for a while and then nobody cares. And this one is a shaker. Fill your shaker with ice. At this point, if you've been following two old guys on the back porch, you need to have a shaker. You got to have the bar spoon. You got to have a jigger. And you got to have a mixing glass. It's those four things. It's not that hard. Get them, put them in the cabinet, and you're ready to rock. All right, here we go. It's a shot of Kettle One vodka. You don't have to use Kettle One, but I would. Then you have a shot of apple juice. Am I right? Um, yes, this is your recipe. This is not mine. All right, we'll give yours. Mine is an apple 
martini or appletini is any cocktail containing vodka and one or more of ju apple juice, apple cider, apple liqueur, or apple brandy. The one I'm drinking today is uh, vodka. Uh, I used uh, green apple liqueur, and I used apple cider. All right. There you go. Put those in your shaker. Shake the shit out of it. Pour it in a chilled martini glass, cocktail glass, and garnish with a Granny Smith apple slice. All right, Kat has, she's gone off the chains here. She's made us another drink to taste. This yes, is I have. This is getting to be a habit here. Well, All right, let's know, give it a go. go. Show your skills. Wow, show your skills. Mmm, that's pretty good. All right, let me take a hit. You know what I'm going to say, right? What it tastes like. Because it's kind of got that color. It's got the color. And it tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Candy. It does. Well, I mean. when The sour apple one. Yeah. When they made that, that's what they had in mind. Oh, okay. That's what it would it would taste like. Wow. So. Pretty good. Thank you, Kat. The apple teeny. Give it a go. That's not too bad. That could be dangerous. It tastes a little too sweet. All right. Today is a special day. Two old guys on the back porch. I can't believe this band hadn't come up till now. This, I can't We either. were bumpered in by one of our favorite bands ever, The Smiths. Formed in 1982. Favorite. Which was the year we, we graduated from high school. It was right. 1982. From Manchester, England. Morrissey, Johnny Moore, Andy Rourke, Mike Joyce. I don't have to look at any paper or anything laptop to name those four guys morrissey great lyrics johnny moore innovative guitarist andy rourke to me one of the most underrated bass players ever i mean the bass lines he puts on these songs are incredible uh me you know piddling around on the bass for years i always like to try to learn songs or whatever by listening to them the smith songs i i could i mean he he didn't just go bum 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 i mean this dude's like dun, 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 all over the place on that bass great bass player of course mike joyce on the drums they were only together five years still one of the most popular bands in the history of english bands i mean i bought every album the smiths inspired tons of bands um Never saw the Smiths. Me and wifey did see Morrissey in Charlottesville. It was early in his solo career. It was a, like a small concert hall. It was really good. This before, you know, he turned into the big, blotted, bloated loser that he is now. You know, whatever. A few years back, suing the rest of the band over royalties and, and all. I mean, and screw all that. You know, we didn't need to go there. This is my favorite band. I, I cannot put that more. I remember the first time I saw a video. Um, it was summer 1984. I'm at a sandwich shop near uh, Douglas Freeman High School, picking up the sandwiches for the, for the law firm. And, you know, the video was there on the TV while I'm standing there, and I was just entranced, and I've been entranced ever since i just remember me and my brother were into like you know 
Judas Priest and Van Halen and, and that music of that, that era, that time. And for some reason, my brother brought home, I think they called them 12 inches or 7 inches. Right. I forgot what. And it had How Soon Is Now was on one side, which was the big song, I think, when they first came right, out. Right, But the other side had Girl Afraid on it. And so I flipped it over. And I and I heard Girl Afraid, and it just it, it, the song's only like two minutes and twenty four seconds or whatever. But it was just the bass and the guitar, the picking and all that. It, it blew my mind. I was like, "What is this?" And and basically that was me and my brother's gateway into whatever alternative, alternative. or progressive. It's been changed its name fifty for indie, whatever you want to call it, underground music or whatever. I don't but know. Anyway. I still I'll. Put on the playlist and just listen, listen, listen. Today, yeah. I mean, I I did that. In fact, I did that yesterday while I was doing something else. Um, to a local brewery here in Richmond that named their brewery after the last album, Strange Way Brewery. Mm-hmm. Strange um, Ways, here we come. Strange Way, here we come. Was the last album. Um, there was a movie came out last year. Pretty much was about people our age and when the band broke up in july of 1987 the movie's called shoplifters of the world uh the all these 20 younger 20 somethings are all upset that the band is no more because this is a band that meant a lot to a lot of people and yeah there was a whole they're not in the rock and roll hall of fame they didn't need to be Uh, by the way pat pinadar is not in the rock and roll hall of fame she needs to be she's up for a vote give give a girl a vote okay all right, we'll save that for another day. All right, today it's all about the Smiths. Again, if you don't know who they are, uh, crawl out from under the rock and check out the Smiths wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for listening, and we will see you all down the road. See ya. And now I know my